participating in elections is one of the key freedoms of life. Many people in countries around the world do not have the same freedom. No matter what you believe or whom you support, it is important to exercise your rights. Having said that, how do we know that the voting system is fair and the candidate who wins deserves to do so? How do we know that one vote in a sea of millions makes a difference? Greetings to all listening to this episode of Chazuba Talks. I'm Paige, and with me today is Sarah Wok, the Executive Director and Secretary at Equal Vote and Star Voting Action. With a background in sustainability and design and a passion for music, adventure, and community organizing, she is dedicated to building the kind of coalition that can heal democracy. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thank you so much for having me and for taking an interest in our work. Uh, you are challenging what generations of people have done in elections. So could you please tell us about what is star voting and how is it more efficient? Yeah, I would. it would be my pleasure. So um, around the world, the vast majority of people who have the privilege to vote on things um, do so using choose one voting. Um, first past the post plurality, it goes by a number of names. But the issue with that model is that it's very black and white. Yes or no is all the resolution that we get. And specifically, not only do we only have those two choices, yes or no, but the system only works if we have two options on the ballot. So it creates a two-party system specifically because if there are two options only, we'll end up with a majority preferred winner. But if there's three options, four options, six or seven competitive options, a multi-party system, it truly breaks down. And whichever faction or coalition has more allies um, is at a huge disadvantage. So in life, having more allies, having more friends, having a bigger coalition should be a benefit. And in politics especially, this should be a benefit but in choose one voting, we're punished for that. So um, somebody might think both of us are great. Um, our, our viewers might vote for one or the other of us and we could end up splitting the vote, spoiling the election. And people might actually end up having to watch some bad podcast that's not informative or inspiring at all. Um, so, okay. I think that's where it really comes down to it. We need to have the ability to show that we support and that we prefer all of the good candidates over the candidates who we truly oppose. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, how would you respond to critics who argue that star voting is more complicated than other voting systems and that it could be confusing for some people? Yeah, great question. So star voting, and I should explain what it is, is a, a newer proposal that's built on um, hundreds of years of science in the field of election reform. So it's not coming to us out of the blue, but with star voting, instead of choosing one candidate only, you're able to score the candidates up to five stars, like a five-star rating. So five stars best, zero stars worst. And the magic of that is it's a very familiar, simple interface 
and one that has become the global standard for collecting nuanced public opinion. Because the five-star ballot allows us to show our preference order. 54321 shows, you know, who you prefer, second choice, third choice, fourth choice. And it also allows us to show our level of support. So a five-star candidate is our favorite. Um, if a voter has multiple favorites, maybe there's two candidates with the same platform and they're both really inspiring and well-spoken, give them both five stars. If you have a preference and you really like the next choice, you can give them four stars. Um, whereas in a simple ranked ballot, you're not able to show that degree of preference. Your second choice might be as good as your first, it might be almost as good as your first, or it might be barely better than your third choice or even your last choice. So, right. um, and then star voting, really the second bit of magic comes in how it's counted. So all the stars are tallied. Um, you add them up and find the two highest scoring candidates overall. Um, in that second step, the two finalists go head to head and your vote, your one ballot automatically counts for the finalist you prefer. So whichever okay. finalist is preferred by a majority of voters wins. All right. Um, if this is what I understand correctly, uh, is there a potential where, um, you know, where voters would probably, uh, you know, game uh, the system by giving a preferred candidate a lower score to boost the chances of another candidate? Is that a possibility also? Yeah. Well, I should say no. So with star voting, strategic voting isn't incentivized. Of course, in any voting method, voters can be strategic. They can try out different strategies. Um, but our current system actually is the one that strongly, strongly incentivizes um, strategic voting and specifically a type of strategy called um, favorite betrayal, where you don't actually vote for your favorite because you don't think they can win. With star voting, the incentive is strong that you should always give your true honest favorite five stars and that you should show your honest preference order. And um, that's something that we know through, through generations of innovation in election science. There's a number of axioms that people look at, but also um, sophisticated statistical analysis can be done these days to look at elections under a wide variety of circumstances and voter behaviors to see what would happen. So it actually um, outperforms rank choice voting, outperforms approval voting, outperforms score voting, and outperforms our current system by a landslide. Let's take a break to understand what Jizuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employee's experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, 
experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Jazuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. All right, suppose I uh, take that as the truth. Uh, do you think implementing star voting would require uh, significant changes to the existing election infrastructure and the technology that is used? Um, it, it does require changes, but the biggest piece is really the voter education. Um, whenever you change the voting method, the most important thing is to bring voters along in that process, make sure that people understand first and foremost how to do it and that they're not going to mess up their ballot or void their vote. Um, in star voting, that's very difficult to do. Um, pretty much any way you fill out your ballot will be counted um, and works. But in terms of the backend logistics, star voting is just simple addition twice. So much like a primary and a general election where you're adding up the votes and then having people vote again. With star voting, you only have to hold one election. So that's half as much work. In most cases, um, you can eliminate the need for a primary altogether. And then you just add up the stars in that first scoring round. And then you add up the votes in the second round. So it can be, um, you know, elections are done differently around the world, but um, you can do paper ballots, you can scan those ballots and add them up with just basically spreadsheet level technology or hand counts as well. You can do full audits and risk limiting audits and all the bells and whistles of secure, accurate elections today um, with only a minor software upgrade in most cases, most jurisdictions at least um, everywhere we've looked, don't need new voting machines or new equipment. Okay. Okay. Um, have you, uh, do we have successful implementations of star voting in uh, anywhere currently? Um, we have a ton of people using it and that's really where our work is focused. So what we want to see is municipal public governmental elections using star voting at a wide scale. Um, and right now we kind of started with star voting. Um, it was only invented in 2014. So it's actually come an amazing distance in that time. But um, star voting was first adopted by a number of groups and organizations for internal decision making. A number of political parties have adopted it for their internal decision making and um, a number of ballot initiatives have been launched to implement it for municipal elections so that have almost passed. Um, so but the two, yeah, there's two quite consequential ones and that was a statewide independent party of Oregon primary and the Oregon Democratic Party of Oregon presidential delegate elections. So all the delegates who went to the convention to elect the president of the United States were elected using STAR. Okay. Which I know you're an advocate, but uh, would you say that there are any potential downsides or limitations of this system? 
Um, yeah, I, I think it's really important to look at every question from both perspectives. And sure. absolutely, the, the biggest downside and the most valid downside um, when people are com considering star voting is that it is so new. And so people say, we haven't used it on for elections at scale. How do we know that people are gonna, um, that it's gonna behave as we expect? And again, mm -hmm. um, that's where I think our, our team comes in because we've done a massive amount of gathering information um, on really like things like the ballot instructions and the talking points and making sure that People understand how the system works when they do vote. Um, but there are so many objective facts that can be looked at, um, you know, whether or not it eliminates vote splitting, whether or not it wastes your vote, um, or how many different ways there are for a voter to mess up their vote. Um, those are important considerations. And STAR really does excel on all of those. So that's why we recommend it. It's the it's the system that performs the best across the board. Sarah, do you plan to spread awareness about this system more than you're currently doing? And how do you plan to do that? Yeah, so one thing that we're really excited about is um, moving more and putting more energy into videos and podcasts and news and this, this type of thing that we're doing right now, where we can reach out to people who care about political innovation, compare about fighting, or who care about fighting polarization, combating influence of money in politics, empowering people. And so we have um, a bunch of volunteer-led committees that are really the, the bones of our organization. And I know you guys work with volunteers predominantly, and so do we. So I was really impressed by your project and your website. But um, our videos committee is doing incredible stuff. And I think there's a lot of questions that people have that are a deep dive and that are really interesting and that are longer than we can communicate in a short podcast or a quick pitch. So I think that's going to be really groundbreaking. And we're already seeing it happen. We've had some podcasters pick up star voting, make videos about it. And then we hear from um really important people. We've had people from around the world say, hey, I'm looking at electoral reform for my um, my body or my country even. Um, and I heard about star voting on YouTube and we're really fascinated. We've been fact checking it ever since and wow. Yeah, I, I did uh, have a look at your website and that animation that you made, the little video clip explaining uh, makes it pretty clear. Thank you. Yeah, that was made by one of our volunteers. Um, we're a pretty low budget organization. So really, um, the only reason we're able to do this work at the level that we do is because we have incredible people around the world putting in time and sharing their skills and expertise. Well, uh, that was, uh, thank you for sharing all that, uh, Sarah. I mean, this is an insightful way to look at star voting. So um, supporters of star voting argue that it can lead to more representative and democratic outcomes, as well as encouraging candidates to reach out to a broader range of voters and avoid divisive campaign tactics. 
Um, but we have critics who argue that the system can be complicated also. So uh, this is presenting both sides of the view. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Sarah. It was lovely having yeah. you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I should just say two things that I forgot um, that our viewers might want to know. Um, our website is starvoting.org, and then our nonprofit side is equal.vote. And um, star voting can be used for single winner elections. That's what I described because it's the most simple, but it also can be applied for multi winner and proportional elections. So, um, and the voter experience is the same across the board. Thank you. All right. See you all again in the next episode. Till then, goodbye.